Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and I'm so excited for this episode. I'm talking all about releasing fear of rejection while you're dating. And this topic came to me because I was asking all of you inside of the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook community that we have. And I was saying like, hey, what are your biggest pain points when dating? And this is what came up, fear of rejection. 
I just want to start out by normalizing fear of rejection. If that's something that you experience, you are not alone. It's completely normal that you would have those feelings come up while you're dating. And there are ways to work through them. What really breaks my heart is if you let fear of rejection run the show. So if you're letting it impact how you're showing up in dating, you're letting it impact the decisions that you're making in your love life, as in the people who you're attracted to or the people that you allow into your life. If you're letting fear of rejection impact your ability to set boundaries, to speak your needs, to say what you really want. Like there's so many ways that if you don't handle it well, it can negatively impact your dating life. So that's why I want to talk to you today about like, hey, of course it's going to come up. It's It can happen, but how do we acknowledge it and move through it in a really healthy, healthy way so that it doesn't impact the results? So number one, When we think about fear of rejection, this human need, right, to be liked, to be loved, to be wanted, when we are looking for approval and looking for our self-worth to be determined by others, I, I will call this, maybe you've heard me say this on the pod before, but if we're outsourcing our self-worth as in we are not taking ownership of our self-worth. We're not doing the things that light us up. We are not taking care of ourselves. We're not able to release beliefs, right? Like we're looking to other people to tell us that we're good enough instead of reminding ourselves and doing that work for ourselves, right? So when you've outsourced your self-worth, your fear of rejection is going to feel crippling. It's going to feel like, being rejected feels like death (laughs) and it can biologically, right? Like it can feel like you're not going to make it biologically because that's how like evolutionarily we're wired is that we need people and we need each other for survival. So part of helping yourself navigate fear of rejection is doing the inner work to take ownership over your worthiness and really take back your self-worth and know that you are enough, you are worthy. No one else's opinion of you or rejection of you has anything to do with your worth, right? And there's, there's so much belief work, releasing the past, rewiring your beliefs about yourself and your beliefs about relationships, learning how to regulate your emotions. Like there's so much that goes into learning how to step into your worthiness. But I would say that is top, 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 top priority for learning how to not get completely thrown off by fear of rejection. Because I know this, some of you with a huge fear of rejection. You are either dating a ton and you're the kind of person where you always have options. Even if you're in a relationship, you have people on the back burner, so to speak, because you don't want to be alone. And you basically need that 
dopamine hit all the time and you need the other people to take care of your self-worth, like you've outsourced your self-worth. So relationships are like breathing for you. You have to have them and you're not able to show up in them where you're expressing your needs, you're setting boundaries, right? This is more along the anxious attachment side. Or some of you who have a huge fear of rejection are playing the quote unquote cool girl and you've got your walls up. And maybe the last time you had a meaningful conversation with a significant other was three years ago or more, right? So there's definitely some different ways of coping with fear of rejection. None of them are serving you. So until you learn how to get to the root and say, hey, I'm going to take ownership of my worthiness. I'm going to get to this place where I know that, hey, I determine my worth. Like I know that I am enough. I've always been enough. I'm worthy of love. I am doing enough. I am a high value partner. I am worthy of giving and receiving love, right? Like until you can actually get to that place where you feel it and you don't just know it logically, but you actually physically feel it in your bones and you've internalized that you are enough, right? Like until you get there, fear of rejection can be so crippling. And like I said, it can put you into anxious attachment or avoidant attachment strategies, depending on what you learned to do to survive as a child. Okay. So we talked about belief work. Isn't it funny? Like so often on the pod, I'm like, okay, it comes back to doing the deep, deep work because it's the truth. It's like, there's no quick, easy, boom, Like try out this text messaging script to get him to want you. Like, I do not believe in the BS y'all. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, it takes work, right? Like you have to be willing to rewire your brain and do the work. You have to be willing to show up differently in order to get different results. It's so, it's it's like science here, y'all. If you think about it, you show up differently you get different results, different inputs, different outputs. And a lot of people are just showing up the same way over and over and over and they're wanting a different result. And that's just not how it works. So I'm always going to tell it to you straight. And the reality is to release fear of rejection, part of it is deep belief work. Because that fear of rejection your brain is seeing it as a coping skill. It's seeing like, ooh, if I'm anxious and I'm worried about being rejected and if I feel like I'm not good enough, that's gonna help me get what I want. And maybe that helped you at one point, but it's not helping you as a healthy, emotionally regulated, securely attached adult. It's just not helping you. It's not a good look, right? For for when you wanna step into the relationship that you really want. I feel like I'm in a tough love mood. So you are just getting it direct today. I hope you are open for that. The next thing besides your belief system is mindset when it comes to fear of rejection. One of the major, major things with fear of rejection is having scarcity mindset. Scarcity mindset that love is not available to you, that you probably already missed out on your soulmate. Maybe you've already dated them and you already messed it up, 
right? Like scarcity, scarcity mindset. This is a lot of times connected with anxious attachment, but it's also connected with avoidant attachment because with avoidantly attached folks, they're like, yeah, there's just no one good enough. There's no one out there. Like, I'm just not even going to try. Right. And then with anxiously attached folks, they also believe there's no one out there. Nobody wants me. And then I'm going to try really, really hard. So they just have opposite reactions to similar mindset of scarcity mindset. And this mindset is going to sabotage you every time. Instead of scarcity mindset, you want to have abundance mindset. The truth is there are so many people out there right now who would love to build the kind of relationship that you want to build. I do not believe in one soulmate. I believe that we can intentionally build a soulmate partnership. But I know this, there are actually so many people out there right now who are emotionally available, securely attached, who want to build a close, loving, intimate, healthy partnership. These stats are going to surprise you, but 50% of the population is actually securely attached. And a lot of us who have struggled in our childhoods or struggled in our dating lives, that's really hard for us to imagine. Like, whoa, half the population is good at relationships and like open to building great connections. And I'm here to tell you, yes, like you may not have been attracted to securely attached folks in the past because it doesn't fit your beliefs about love. But there are so, 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 so many, many people out there who are securely attached, emotionally available, and they want a great relationship. So you need to be able to get out of your head and realize the truth that there are so many people out there who would love to date you. And it's about you removing the barriers. I'll make this joke with my clients sometimes where I'll say, Hey, you know, when I learned to show up securely attached and I really did the healing work, I thought to myself, where did all these men come from? It's like they fell out of the sky. And I'm not kidding. Like that was my, that was my experience. Like, wow, where did all these men come from? But the reality is I was finally attracted to them for the first time, right? When you are living in an emotionally dysregulated, anxious or avoidant or disorganized attachment style state, you're simply not going to be attracted to securely attached. Or if you are, it's not sustainable. It doesn't end up being a long-term relationship. So I just want you to get into the place of abundance mindset. Love is such a powerful force in this world. There are so many people that want love, that want connection and you need to be able to know the truth that if a desire is placed on your heart for a healthy, close, great relationship, there is so many people out there right now who have that same desire who you could be compatible with. And it's all about removing the barriers, opening yourself up, doing the internal work, but then also, also, also making yourself open for opportunities. I talk about opportunity volume, right? Like opportunity creation when when you're dating and it's about how can I just be as open as possible 
I am going to be open, but I'm going to use discernment. I'm going to be very discerning about who I invest my energy into, but I am open, open, open. I'm not closed off, right? I'm open to connection in whatever way it comes to me. If it's at the grocery store, if it's a friend of a friend, if it's my aunt setting me up on a date, if it's somebody I meet at work, I mean, I am going to be open to however it comes. And then I will be the love scientist and I'll be discerning about who I invest my energy into. So mindset is so huge. So moving from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset, and you might need to work on some affirmations to get into abundance mindset. I know that I have past podcasts that have some great affirmations, but one for you to remember is there are so many people out there right now who would be so excited to date me. So simple, but just reminding your brain of that fact is going to change your behaviors, your thoughts, your mood, your emotion. So remind yourself of that fact. There's so many people out there right now who would be excited to date you. And if you're listening to me and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, but you don't know, I live in tiny town, Arkansas. You have no idea. I want you to know like, Hey, I get it. Okay. And I realize that there can be times in your dating life where you're just down and you're like, there's just, it's not going to happen for me, but I want you to know it's always available. It's always available. No matter what your circumstances are, you simply have to open yourself up to it. Be willing to be creative, be willing to think outside the box. Maybe if there's five people in your town, you're driving an hour and a half and you're going to a bigger town and you're just creating those opportunities. So, so once again, opportunity volume, being open to opportunities, but you're never going to create the opportunities if your mindset sucks. Okay. So you want to get into abundance mindset. The other mindset piece I want to talk about when releasing fear of rejection is this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that we hear all the time. And I think a lot of people shake their heads at it or they think it's just woo-woo. But here's the reality. Rejection is simply redirection to what is meant for you. Rejection is redirection to what is meant for you. And I want to remind you that a relationship that doesn't last is not a relationship that you want. You want to be with someone who wants to be with you. Your only job is to show up as your authentic self, to show up as you are, to show up being very honest about what you want, what you need, what you feel, to show up being honest about your relationship vision. And the person that leaves, they're doing you a huge favor. If someone breaks up with you and maybe you didn't see it coming, but they're telling you, hey, this isn't working for me, good, good that they told you because you deserve to be in a relationship that feels aligned, that feels good to both people. And if someone's just staying because they think they should, or they don't want to hurt your feelings, they're doing you a huge disservice. Great relationships are when both people want to be there and it's intentional, right? And they feel in alignment and it feels good. 
So if someone is saying like, Hey, this just isn't working for me. I want you to train your brain to go. I'm so glad that I got that data. And maybe that's not your first reaction. Of course, you're allowed to be sad. That's another thing people don't realize when dating. It's like, of course, you're going to grieve. You're going to feel through sadness. Maybe you had expectations or you thought about what it could have been. And you need to be able to feel the sadness in order to move through it. So feel the sadness, feel the pain, but then get to the conclusion of good. I'm so glad that I got this data. I am so relieved that now I can open up that relationship space in my life, that sacred relationship space, and I can open it up to who it's meant for. Because if this relationship didn't work out, when I was showing up, I'm being my authentic self, I'm doing the best I can, and this relationship didn't work out, that means it's not meant for me. It's not meant for me. The relationship that's meant for you is going to work out, right? Like you're going to work through everything that comes up. The relationship that's meant for you won't be perfect, but it will be with someone who wants to build secure attachment with you. And you see each other as partners, as a team, and you know that you can work through anything. And if someone's ending a relationship based on whatever reason, they're telling you, I'm not your teammate. And let me tell you, it is really freaking good to get that data early on. Um, And I know that sometimes relationships end after years and years and years, and there's reasons for that as well. But specifically, like, let's say you're going through the breakup that's three months, six months, even a year, and you have that person who tells you it's not right for them. Thank God, because you deserve to know, you deserve to know as soon as possible. Like you, you deserve to know that this person's not going to be there for you. You know, when things are really hard in a few years, like I want you to remember secure attachment is not perfect. It's how do you navigate the ups and downs of life? And you want to have a really good team. I want you to think about this. It's like the tryout for the all-star team. And if your relationship is not going to be able to make it, like if you're not going to be able to make it through the ups and downs of current life, then just know like this isn't going to be your person for the long run. You deserve the data. You deserve the data. And you get to say, thank you for the lessons. Thank you for how I grew as a person. I appreciate the time that we had together. And I'm grateful to open up the relationship space in my life and welcome in a relationship that's meant for me. And I know, I know, I know that sometimes we have to feel a lot of pain and we have to grieve before we can get to that place. And I'm not saying don't feel the pain, feel the pain and also get to the place of gratitude where you realize the reality that if someone does not want to be with you, it's a blessing that they let you know, instead of pretending 
There's a lot of pretending going on in relationships out there, a ton of it. And there's nothing more miserable than being with someone who's pretending to be there. They're there physically, but they're not there emotionally and mentally. So we have to thank people for rejection because they're speaking their truth. And truth is so much better than than pretending in relationships. Okay. This I feel like this episode is just tough love on steroids. So much tough love, but I hope you're enjoying it. And when it comes to using rejection to fuel you, like I said, it takes time to get to that place. I think allowing yourself time to feel through the feelings, but the more that you get good at healthy belief systems, right? That was the first thing I talked about. Healthy belief systems, healthy beliefs about yourself, healthy beliefs about relationships. The more you get good at abundance mindset, knowing that, Hey, there really are so many people out there that want the kind of relationship that you want. Right. And then being able to see rejection as redirection and being able to see it as a gift. It's an actual gift when it happens, right? When you get good at all of that, you will navigate through rejection so much more easily. This is coming from someone who, when I used to go through a breakup, it was like lay on my bathroom floor, eat a pint of ice cream, listen to prototype by outcast. I literally, I know the song. And then there's some other songs that I would always, always listen to. But like that used to be the routine is like, I would just lay on the floor and cry and eat my ice cream and listen to prototype 47 times. And then I would just say like, nothing ever works out for me. I'm never going to find my person. Dating sucks. And then I would go into the whole like hyper-independent avoidant attachment stage where I don't need anyone. I'm going to do hot girl shit. I'm going to travel with my friends. And then I would meet someone and then I become super anxious. Like I know how to go through rejection and breakups in a very unhealthy way because I've been there. I've been there y'all. So I just want to say, if that's you, please don't judge yourself. Please don't listen to this episode and go, oh, I should be different. Instead of I should be different. I want you to say, how can I be so, so kind to myself, show up for myself and just gently ask, is there a better way? Is there a way that maybe I haven't learned yet? Because when we criticize and judge ourselves for our current ways of being and our current coping strategies, we only make them worse. We only magnify them. So show up with compassion, know that I have compassion for you. And obviously if this episode spoke to you and you're ready to be coached and you liked the tough love, then I want to personally invite you to come into the empowered, secure, loved program. This will absolutely help you with everything that I talked about in this episode and so much more. So you can apply to the program, the links in the show notes in my Instagram bio. I'd love to coach you and have you inside of the program doing this work. I hope you got a lot of value 
out of this episode. I hope you're thinking about rejection in a new way and really stepping into that abundant version of you that knows she is enough. She's more than enough. She's always been more than enough. She's worthy of a great partnership, a healthy, connected, securely attached, emotionally invested, reciprocal relationship. I feel like I'm doing a healthy relationship wrap. (laughs) Should probably work on that more. But you're worthy of all those things. And I hope you know it and that you can internalize it in your bones. And if you ever need a reminder, you can come back to this episode. All right. I'm sending you so much love. And of course, of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.